You uh, wanted to see me, Zach? Corelli, we got a situation here. Oh, what, what's up? Well, I've been giving this a lot of thought, and this web slinger is all over the place. He's not just in movies. He's in cartoons, comics, coloring books. I want to talk about all of it. So what what are you what are you saying exactly? Get me more podcasts of Spider-Man. More? We already released Spider-Man Minute five times a week. You don't think that's enough? There's seven days in a week, Corelli. Where's my Sunday Gazette, my Saturday edition? Uh, Weekend Bugle? Oh, I like that. But what if we called it The Weekend Bugle? Yeah, The Weekend Bugle, sure. Oh, and another thing. How do we start monetizing this stuff? I want a quarter every time somebody listens. Well, why don't we put The Weekend Bugle on Patreon? Patreon? Yeah, our listeners can go to duelinggenre.com slash support, become a patron for $5 a month, and gain access to The Weekend Bugle and all the other bonus podcasts we put on Patreon. Fantastic idea, Corelli. Glad I thought of it. They don't want us to be famous. Patreon will make us infamous. Welcome back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we have analyzed and celebrated the movie Spider-Man oh. one final minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Zach Luna here at the end of all things. Yeah. Um, We're wow. officially past tense as we yeah. talk about minute 120, which Oof. begins with the uh, credit for the compositors team um, and ends with uh, the end of the movie, the Columbia Pictures logo fading out. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, howdy. I, I did not expect that past tense thing to trip me up so so much as you said it. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, we've we've done it. <laughs> this, yeah. At this point, we've made yeah. it. Um, we did it. It's over. Here, here we all are together, guys. We'll, we'll yeah. talk about uh, a couple more credits and script stuff today and... and uh, Wrap it all up in a nice bow, but it is a very, it's an odd feeling to come to this, you know, end of the journey. You know, it's, it's not like we made the movie, but it's, it was a very big project for us. And, uh, it's always a bittersweet, uh, odd feeling. Um, and when we kind of started on a whim, um, yeah, yeah, it was just sort of like uh, you, you thought of it and, uh, you know, sort of reached out to me the same day where you were like, oh no, like nobody's done that as a movie. We should do that maybe Zach would be game for it. And then I was kind of like, yeah, that sounds awesome. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. Um, yeah. And They're I wanted cool. to, after, yeah. after I came up with the, after I, I thought of the idea of the mm. two of us doing this yeah. and you agreed to it at mm. first, I was like, yeah, and we can do it like next year or something. Uh, and then I realized that it was the 15th anniversary and I was like, Oh, that's yeah. a really good reason to do it. Yeah. And then homecoming was happening and it basically became a thing where I was like, I don't want anyone else to do this. <laughs> yeah. Like, so we need to get on this because yeah, I'm afraid that someone else will do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If we don't. Um, yeah. 
And uh, it, it would uh, like some projects, it almost feels like you just were in the right place at the right at the right time, and it was like, you know, almost made to be, and you get caught up in the the timing of of it because it was like, oh yeah, like we, you know, Scott had all of this ex- ex- experience doing movies by minute podcasting, and you know, we had a good working relationship from Geek by Night, and. I, you know, am this huge Spider-Man fan and, you know, passionate about this particular character and what it means. And it was like, oh, here we are. Yeah, if we actually start moving on this, we can get our preliminary episodes up and then we can start releasing, you know, the the minute footage in May. And May is the anniversary. And then then who knows? We'll have a whole nother Spidey movie, like, come out in the middle of that. It was just, it's it all seemed right. And yeah, yeah. And here we are. Um, yeah, we're done. Pretty, pretty stoked about it. Yeah, uh, to to do our own like victory lap. I guess let's let's finish out talking about credits and uh, scripts. Um, All right. For this for this minute, uh, I I pulled out like two ish uh, again, like like I have been the whole week. Uh, two ish credits that I thought um, were worth a shout out. And at the tail end of this post production stuff, uh, we have uh, one that I liked, which was. Um, the digital matte painter, uh, Ivo Horvat, who uh, worked, oh. at, worked at Sony Pictures Imageworks and uh, ILM before that. And um, I know we had, like, you know, specifically called out, boy, I wonder who is doing these, like, matte paintings, like, of Oscorp and things like that and in the backgrounds and whatnot. Um, and I, you know, it was nice to find him and, and, and track him down and give him a bit of a shout out here at this point. Um, you know, good work, Ivo. And uh, to, to sort of, you know... Uh, Put not to put put <laughs> to not put too fine a point on it. Let's describe what a digital matte painter does. So it's the um, the digital uh, version of what uh, you know old uh, matte painters like Albert Whitlock used to do, which is uh, extending sets and painting skies, basically um, and, and two D landscapes, basically making a two dimensional version of an extension of the scene. So uh, whether it's the when Spidey's swinging around, like the sky in the background and the the far off um, buildings in New York City are actually a two dimensional digital painting, or mm-hmm. whether it's just you know um, we shot this uh, graduation scene on the Sony lot. We need to make the building look like it was a different building. That <laughs> would be uh, Eva Horvat uh, coming in there and doing the computer version of what people used to do with oil paints on glass uh, back in the day. And um, I always find I nowadays you know they still digital matte painters you know who work on all kinds of things um but the the trend is more to as much as you can uh build out and render a full 3d digital environment um rather than a a 2d matte so i i like that even scrolling through his um current day imdb uh evo mostly works in uh 2d matte painting and when he doesn't he works in concept art you know he is a he is a painter uh he just does it digitally, and I think that's kind of fun. So uh, to yeah. highlight his credits, uh, he has done digital matte painting for uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Um, yeah, and so you know Hogwarts and whatnot. He did uh, the Mummy and the Mummy Returns, uh, which are some of my favorite like uh, silly adventure movies. They, yeah. they really work like gangbusters. Um, Contact, the Cable Guy, uh, Galaxy Quest, which ah. Oh. Nice. God, I love Galaxy Quest. Uh, the Speed, and he also, when he was working at ILM, he did do um, matte, digital matte paintings for Star Wars The Phantom Menace. And for whatever your opinions of that movie are, there are there is some beautiful 
matte painting in it. So uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> good for that. And That's, in terms of uh, yeah. these days when he does do concept art uh, or other 2D stuff, um, he worked on like the Hunger Games doing concept art for Katniss and her, the the Capitol and all that sort of stuff. And uh, Tron Legacy as well, which I think is a beautifully um, designed film as well. As uh, Yeah. Yeah. That and Beauty and the Beast and all that. And so I even I put it on the listener group a couple weeks ago, but um, it, it's not quite the same as uh, what Evo is doing uh, in the computer. But if you want, you know, to just like have a half hour to wax poetic on matte painting and why it's why it's fun, there's a um, a great little documentary about Albert Whitlock um, working on a Mel Brooks movie that I'll I'll post again or link. Um, it's just it's fun. I like. Mm-hmm. I, li- I like the magic of movies where you, you film what you can and then you extend it later. And uh, yeah. we used to just do that with paint. So pretty cool stuff. Um, it's very cool stuff. Very cool stuff. Uh, the other thing that uh, stood out to me in, in this uh, final minute of credits here was um, the Amalgamated Dynamics crew credit. So already in the film uh, credits, you've seen uh, Amalgamated Dynamics, which is ADI, a, a pretty famous... Um, special effects shop credited for doing um, construction work on the costumes uh, for the Green Goblin and Spider-Man. But um, what, what, what I thought was worth pointing out here was that at the end of the very end of the credits, they actually gave the crew um, individual credits, which doesn't always happen with effect shops. And mm-hmm. um, if you are watching movies these days, uh, for now at least, this is where you'd be most likely to see my name in movie credits is if they... Um, if they feel like they should include the um, the full crew credits for the effects shop. Because sometimes it will just be the credit for the shop itself, specialty costuming mm-hmm. by ADI or Ironhead or Film Illusions or Quantum Eff- Creation FX, whatever. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they break down the crew. And so here they actually did break down um, the uh, the fabricators and the sculptors and um, the mold, mold makers in the mold shop and... Uh, I, I just think that's swell. And so, like, I, I work in specialty costume technician is, like, my either specialized or specialty costume technician is usually how it pops up for me on the IMDb or whatnot. But I, I'm a shop technician doing gluing and final assembly, so I might be lumped in with the fabricators. But basically, they have the breakdown of the people who made the shapes, which are the sculptors, you know, like, who actually figured out how this mask should look and created it in three dimensions. At this point, it would have been done pretty exclusively with... Um, clay masters before they molded them but these days a lot of times that's done digitally and you would rapid prototype or 3d print it uh and then the next section of of craftspeople are the mold makers because it's an entirely different skill set to make the thing like sculpt the thing and then to figure out how to encase it in a jacket of silicone or whatever and then a, a or a plaster base or a a hard fiberglass shell that you can lock together without gaps or seams and you know that you can run the different stuff so like the mold shop guys are the the people who are like sweating and working with the really tough chemicals and fiberglass and whatnot and build these elaborate um sometimes gorgeous um problem solving it's like puzzle building like how how a puzzle pulls apart in a way that you can put it back together and um seal it up without leaks and then you know run apart in urethane or um some other type of rubber or foam uh, and so the mold department is separate. And then at the end, they say they have the fabricators who that's a term that can be floated around. Most of the shops I've worked at fabricators res- uh, refer specifically to the people who are working with the soft fabric details. So, uh, the people who are like sewing and uh, buckling and riveting and things like that, like, um, 
put things together, but I might get lumped in there uh, depending on how they credit things uh, when I hmm. glue parts on and put belts where they're supposed to be and <laughs> come in and do that. That's be fabricating. But even still, it's not a full list of crew. They don't have the painters on there who I seem to think are the... Um, the main saviors uh, at the end of the day, because mm-hmm. uh, it all, everything filters down to the last two departments, which are paint and assembly and um, paint can save your butt on, on film a lot. Um, like if there was a, a seam in a mold that went a little crazy, you know, have your, you have the body shoppers go in and fix that. They don't have a, se- a separate credit here, um, which I, I might like to see. Uh, they do that as best as they can. And then the, the paint people can actually, blend and uh, create illusions and um, make things look convincing in a amazing, amazing way. So I, mm-hmm. I want to give painters as, as much of a shout out as I can at this point. <laughs> uh, sure. So, yeah. So that was, I mean, if, if you were lo- ever wondering when I, you know, mentioned stuff on like, uh, you know, on the podcast about building costumes for this movie or that movie or this series or that series, um, this is the area that it would pop up in if it ever does, but it's, it's very rare because, there's a lot of people you got to actually keep in the credits, and uh, I don't think uh, I place that high on the priority list. But it, it was nice to see that they did a crew breakdown, so yay to that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other uh, like delineation there that they have is they had a special credit for John David Ridge um, as a con- suit construction, mm. um, which is not normally there. Uh, John David Ridge was a Broadway costume designer who was brought on to help with the logistics of sewing because uh, on Broadway, he, he was familiar in, with some of his um, stage productions in sewing stretch fabric bases and doing elaborate patterning and pelting and things like that. Um, he has very few film credits other than this one, but he had a whole team of experienced workers who were good at sewing complicated spandex patterns. So uh, he was brought on to assist uh, ADI and... Um, uh, the uh, costume designers on the film to actually pull it off. So it's, I thought that was cool that they let him have a, a separate um, credit there, like a special thank you, John David Ridge for making this happen. And yeah, and that's, that's the end of my credits spiels, I guess. I mean, All it right. was, yeah, it's a lot. It takes a village, not even a village, like a city to, um, yeah. to, uh, uh, to make a movie. And, you know, I think we've only really like dove deep on you know a half dozen or so you know maybe maybe eight uh, over the last couple of week or so. Uh, but it, you look at a long credits list and and realize that every single one of those people has this in depth of a of a backstory and uh, and a commitment and a passion for it. It really is something exciting. I like I like thinking about how many people uh, on a f- in the credits of a film are people that we're okay with setting it aside all of those weeks of their life to help make a story, you know, real. Um, I think that's beautiful, even if it's silly sometimes. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. That's, it's, uh, it's, it's really cool. I like, I like that final credit cause it's not for anyone in particular. It's just sort of giving yeah. a shout out to roles that don't normally give shout out, get shout outs. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it's nice. It's good. It's appreciate it. It's good to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, are there, are there, do you know, uh, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I doubt you, uh, meticulously comb through the credits of every movie that you've worked on, okay. but do you, do you, do you know if you have been credited, uh, by name in anything? Uh, I don't think so. I'm, I'm group credited on a couple things like, you know, uh, where they credit the shop, uh, and mm-hmm. instead of my name, but I'm, I might be in the credits of, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles second one, like the Michael Bay one. 
I know. haven't watched the movie, so I don't know. Uh, I, okay. I didn't. I didn't place that that high on my priority list, but it might be in there. Um, but sometimes it surprises you. I remember like um, my friend Sarah, who uh, got me into costume construction because um, she worked at a shop and uh, recommended me to come on. I remember going to see a movie, uh, seeing a Hunger Games movie uh, that she told me she wasn't credited in, and then I did see her name pop up in the end, and I, oh. I freaked out and you know told her to tell people. Sometimes you don't even know until it's already out. So, yeah, uh, I don't think there's one yet where it's like physically my name up there, but uh, I keep working on these things, so who knows? It's, <laughs> it's, yeah, absolutely. We'll keep on, keep on trucking. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and uh, speaking of keeping on trucking, oh. Uh, <laughs> We we uh, we we are uh, reaching the end of the Kep draft finally. That's right. Um, yeah. We have a little bit of uh, epilogue to wrap up. So, um, you know, MJ is webbed up to the bottom of a helicopter, um, having just made out with Spider Man, and then he left. Uh, mm-hmm. Doc Ock and Harry are both very angry at Spider Man. Doc Ock because. Spider-Man didn't murder the goblin. He just webbed him up to a cable and let the police get him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, Harry, because he was making out with his girlfriend. Right. Um, so now uh, we're at a courthouse on the outside, uh, specifically the New York State Supreme Court. Oh, wow. Um, Harry Osborne, who is uh, dressed in a suit, walking slowly down the front steps of the courthouse, mm-hmm. flanked by lawyers. It's a grim day. Um, he's sort of like nodding, uh, and the lawyers are offering supportive pats on his back. Mm-hmm. There's like a few, we, we, it says we catch a few stray words of hope, parole, 30 years, visitation, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're more outweighed by the term life in prison. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> uh, but, uh, Peter also dressed in his suit, uh, draws clothes, takes a deep breath, here goes a tough moment. Harry sees him, uh, holds out a hand to shake. Good thing it's still winter. Peter can wear gloves to cover his hands, which were cut to ribbons by the speeding elevator cable. Oh, yeah. um, so Harry says, thanks for coming, Peter. Harry takes Peter's hand and shakes it hard. Peter wants to cry out, but manages to just wince. <laughs> um, and uh, so uh, he... So Peter um, kind of like throws his arms around him and, and, and you know, holds him tight. And uh, Harry says, uh, I don't have a father anymore. Now it feels like I never did. Mm. Peter says, uh, I'm sorry. Harry, me too, buddy. Me too. Peter, we're sort of orphans, aren't we? What do we have left? Harry says, not much. And he pulls away and looks Peter in the eye. And he says, just a best friend. Um, and uh, And then they hug. And uh, Harry gets pulled away uh, by some relatives and uh, Peter turns and is face to face with MJ. She looks at him, doesn't know what to say. Neither does he. She hugs him. MJ, us two, friends again. Over her shoulder, Peter, uh, Peter's eyes are filled with emotion. He's torn in half. A voice comes over, Spider-Man's voice. Voice over. Tell her. Tell her. <laughs> Peter and MJ hold their place very slowly. The image begins to dissolve, a blur of emotion coming over their faces. Uh, Voiceover. How easy it would be. Just open my mouth and say the three words that would make me, that would make me love me. Wait, what? Uh, I don't know. Make 
Oh, I think it's supposed to be me. That would make you love me. Peter Parker. Um, there's a ah, typo. Got it. Uh, that would, yeah. So just, just say the three words that would make you love me. Peter Parker, the skinny kid next door. Who's always loved her and always will tell her. The blur of motion becomes wider. We recognize it as the skyscrapers of Manhattan whizzing by. And we we have dissolved to an exterior over the city. We swing through the sky. Uh, first person Spidey cam rushing past the buildings in great graceful arcs. Spider-Man. But I can't. I will never forget these words. With great power comes great responsibility. And we're and he's you know our gloved hand rises up into frame, shoots a web. We swing off in another direction. It's exhilarating, dizzying. We see only the buildings racing by, but not ourselves. Hmm. Uh, voiceover because I love her. She will never ever know. This is my gift. This is my curse. Oh. And then we land splat on the side of a mirrored building, and we finally see ourselves a cover a figure uh, in red and blue just hanging there in the camera lens i am spider-man cut to black ah there we are which is uh amazing spider-man yeah straight up yeah yeah that was like the um the trailer that they that they ran um, yeah pretty early was that first person shot yeah once in the movie it's hmm. another thing that uh david kept borrowed um, interesting yeah interesting used um, for a later movie uh, but I will say, uh, uh, let's see, um, you know, I should tell her, but I can't. I will never forget these words. With great power comes great responsibility because I love her. She will never, ever know this is my gift. This is my curse. I That, all of that flows perfectly. Yeah, yeah. That makes, the the ideas are, are in line. Like, it makes more yeah. sense. Yeah. They're much yeah. more clear. Um, yeah. The the going from with great power comes great responsibility. This is my gift. This is my curse. It's missing that because I love her. She can never know the truth. That's it. Um, yeah. That's what we're missing between those two lines. Yeah. Um, I I I kind of do wish that had ended up in the final in the movie. actual text. Of Just the movie. that little yeah. transitional piece. Yeah, it helps. Um, um, obviously, the the scenario itself is so far different that it's yeah. it's hard to you know do any of that but uh at least that that bridging concept in the words is yeah. good yeah um wow i mean i'm kind of just amazed in general of uh how much more franchisey the this first draft feels i mean I, not like mm-hmm. in a derogatory way but like that you know the the goblin's alive and we've set up the conflict with uh um doc ock doc ock and and whatnot and uh you know, feels much more like here's the next chapter, ready to see it, mm-hmm. uh, type of storytelling. Whereas, like the final film we get is is much more of one off esque. Uh, yeah, yeah. This actually feels it feels a lot like Amazing Spider Man did. Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, uh, you know, kind of a similar tone too. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. like the the plaza scene and is is a lot like like the lizard on top of the skyscraper kind of yeah you yeah. know like it has that kind of vibe to it yeah um That's yeah it's interesting it is. yeah it is. They, definitely that, they, they we came back this around other direction, but we keep them yeah like yeah we'll keep the, <laughs> those things we didn't use yeah they'll come back into play it's um, very interesting um overall yeah. i mean it's it's definitely 
I mean, the thing that everyone I think should remember is that this was not a final draft. This was a first right. draft. Yeah. Um, and this was this was a first draft that was turned into a studio, which yeah, is usually better than happy. Yeah. yeah, which is which is definitely better than a than an actual first draft. It's more solid <laughs> than an actual first draft. Yeah. Um, because you always lie. Your first draft, quote unquote, is right, really like right. your fifth or sixth draft. <laughs> um, but but it's still a first draft. It's it's just the writer putting his ideas on paper. Yeah. And saying like this is what I'm thinking. Um and then you get studio notes and then you start making changes and over time that evolves into the movie we got. Right. So, uh, yeah. It's a you know, I Uncle Ben Mufasa moment didn't make it uh through no. that process, which no. is <laughs> Some might say a shame. Uh, <laughs> really? Who? I don't um, know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, but I, uh, I don't know. I don't, there's a lot to like in this draft, I think. Yeah. Um, it's not our movie, but, no. but it's, there's... it's a movie I would be interested in watching. Um, like if this had evolved into what, what is essentially the same movie, just like a tighter kind of thing. Yeah. I would be interested in seeing that. Like maybe totally. maybe take Doc Ock out of it. Um maybe. Yeah. Which was probably the wisest first decision they ever made. <laughs> yeah. um, because he doesn't really do anything worthwhile over the course no. of the of the script. Um He's, and and he would be a very expensive inclusion for for no real narrative purpose. Um, right. I mean, obviously, it would be cool to see Doc Ock and the Great Goblin in the same movie. I'm not saying that wouldn't be cool. I'm just saying. Uh, well, but you could get that yeah, later on. Later you know? on. And yeah. In fact, you could even set him up here, but just have him not come back as Doc Ock. Yeah. Yeah. Just have Otto Octavius and then have him. God, imagine like just having Otto Octavius at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Doing the whole Green Goblin thing. Green Goblin goes to jail and then you have like the Harry finds the goblin lair moment of this movie, which is uh, someone watching the court proceedings on a TV. And then you reveal that it's Otto Octavius with the arms yeah. and everything. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh man, sequels coming. Oh boy. <sighs> um, and then you have a sequel where Otto is like basically, you know, wanting to kill Norman or something, yeah. you know, that would be um, cool. That would be cool. That'd be yeah, there's cool there's way lots to... of fun ideas in this. Like, yeah. you, not all of the things they cut are like, oh yeah, I obviously shouldn't. That that was bad. It's like, they're just like it wasn't the right fit for this tone or this uh, new approach. Right. Um. But are still really interesting. Um, Absolutely. God, man, some of the hairy stuff in here is great. Some of the. Mm-hmm. Um, the goblin. He. I love the way that he writes the goblin. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like it feels like the actual goblin from the yeah. Comics. He's like he's having snarky like you know comebacks and things. Uh, the yeah. whole the like the whole sinister bit with like you know um, MJ like wriggling free and him catching her again and being like you know not yet little actress like let's get you somewhere with an audience like that is like I don't know how to it's how good. to differentiate like wh- like why that's it's not the Defoe goblin um, but no. it is. The Goblin. Um, yeah, man, that is cool stuff. That was... Yeah, that was that was, a, that was fun going through it, and then and, yeah. and I have good news. Oh, uh, Spider-Man Two also has 
a draft like this. Yes. Yes. Um, I, ah. I don't, I do not think Spider-Man three does. I guess we'll yeah. find out when we get there, but, but, but Spider-Man two definitely does. It has a, it has a draft from the original. Draft. Cool. Um, yeah. The original screenwriter before uh, the Smallville guys uh, came in oh, um, interesting. and okay. rewrote it. Awesome. Uh, so uh, yeah, yeah, definitely oh, God, such a great lens into the creative process. Just mm-hmm. seeing the changes that were made and, Oh man, that's so cool. Ah, I would yeah. definitely watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I can't wait to watch this movie all the way through. I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> I haven't, and and uh, literally sometime in the next couple of days, I'm def. I'm gonna sit down and watch Spider Man Two, a thing that um, mm-hmm. we both have been setting to the side for months on end because. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I probably haven't watched Spider-Man 2 in it's been at least 9 months. It might mm-hmm. be uh it might it, it it could be a year. It could be over yeah. a year maybe. I think I'm um, around a year. Um, yeah. Cuz so it's it's like it's it's in a good place in my head where yeah. I I am like amped to rewatch it. Me too. Um, yeah. Um, but uh I guess that that brings us up. I mean, the show's over. Um. Yeah, I mean it's, it's over. There it is. Yeah, There's we're we're done. It. We're going on a hiatus, guys. Uh, yeah. For those of you unfamiliar with the movies by minute format, uh, mm-hmm. listening to this, if you just listen to our show and you don't really listen to the other ones, mm-hmm. um, yeah, this is a this is a normal thing. So uh, we finished a movie and now we are going on hiatus um, until we come back to do Spider Man Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will not be anytime soon. So. You know, I, I don't even start asking us until the new year. <laughs> um, so it'll be it'll be next year sometime. Um, I don't want to give you guys a firm date. Um, we have an idea of when we want to come back, but yeah, uh, we're there, trying to plan it. There's there's a pretty uh, big project for the two of us on the horizon in our personal yeah. lives uh, um, that may take precedence uh, and and may push back our release. I don't know. That's why we're exactly. not telling you anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it'll just set. be. Yeah, 20, yeah, 2018. Uh, yeah. We'll be back next year to do Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, and if you want to hear more <laughs> about the uh, that project, because uh, I'm sure it will come up at some point. Oh, yeah. Um, go, uh, go, you know, become a Patreon subscriber, and uh, you're going to get weekly Weekend Bugle episodes um, of just me and Zach talking about just Spider-Man in general mm-hmm. um, all through the hiatus. Uh, every every single week through the hiatus, uh, episodes are usually like an hour to two hours ish, yeah, somewhere in that how, range. Usually depends how crazy we feel. <laughs> that, yeah, right. Day. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. We have some really cool ideas of stuff that we want to do on mm-hmm. Weekend Bugle. Um, we're getting suggestions from listeners, which is cool. Yeah, um, of stuff to do. Uh, you know, we'll read comic books and. Talk about, you know, comic book stories and cartoon shows and, you know, all of that, all of that stuff, video games, that sort of thing. Book adaptations. Um, yeah. There's yeah. a ton. And ton then, and then on top of that, we want to talk about like other movies that, you know, Toby's been in and Kirsten and mm-hmm. Franco and the other, other Sam Raimi films and sort of like talk about his filmography. So like, there's a whole lot of stuff that we're going to be 
kind of pulling from and looking at. And we right. talked about like maybe even watching some other superhero movies and just yeah. sort of doing like a compare and contrast kind of like origin story comparisons and yeah stuff like that yeah yeah Yeah. like so there's gonna be lots of stuff that we're gonna talk about um on a weekend bugle and that's gonna be exclusive to patreon um if you choose not to be a patreon subscriber uh it's only five dollars a month it's it's Mm. it's like half the price of seeing one movie in the theater a month Um, it's you know like a starbucks drink a month yeah yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, we're not asking for much, $5 a month. <laughs> uh, but if, if you can't do that, um, and, and you, uh, you, so you choose not to be a Patreon subscriber, uh, then, uh, you, we will be off the daily show until next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do have plans for two hiatus specials, mm-hmm. uh, that will go out at some random point over the course of the hiatus. Yeah. Um, unlike the main feed. Yeah. Right. The, yeah. the, the idea is that it will be a complete surprise. We won't warn you guys ahead of time. It'll just <laughs> yeah. drop and you'll have a new episode and be like, ah, what it's coming back. And then be really disappointed when it's just a hiatus <laughs> special. Um, cause we're mean like that. Uh, but, yeah, no. but, but no, no, we just don't want, we don't want the feed to be completely dry for, for months. Right. Um, exactly. So, so we'll, uh, We've got two ideas for for hiatus specials that will drop um, mm-hmm. during the uh, during the hiatus. So look forward to those, and make sure mm-hmm. that you stay subscribed for that reason. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know any other. Well, final like thoughts? I would say, you know, I I get it if you can't uh, uh, subscribe, but like maybe at least tell somebody else about the show or spread the word a little yeah. bit. Like that. Oh that yeah, that's helps. like I, we need. Okay, so here's the thing. Let's mm-hmm. let's do real talk. Yeah. Um, Real talk <laughs> with Zach and Scott. Uh, there's, there's there's this unspoken rule on the internet, mm-hmm. which is that it's cool if you like a podcast and go to a uh, like a a group of some kind or uh, like a Reddit thread or whatever, mm-hmm. and say, "Hey." I listen to this podcast. It's awesome. You guys should check it out because we, you know, it's common interest and there's, there's a lot here that we think you would like. I would think you would like. Um, That's cool. Everybody accepts that. If you go into one of those rooms and you say, hey, I have a podcast. Everyone's like, get out. Yeah. No. Um, Nobody wants that. No, nobody wants self-promoters. And so Zach and I can't go around promoting this thing on Reddit and stuff without kind of... I mean, kind of just look at Being like douchey. Yeah. Yeah. Douchey. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so there's like Spider-Man groups on Facebook and stuff that I'm in, but like, I, I don't want to post on because it, it feels weird to, you know, <laughs> yeah. promote my own, like, Hey, go listen to this thing that I do, <laughs> but it's not weird if you guys do it. So yeah. if you, if you really like the show and, and, um, whether you can be a Patreon subscriber or not, if you can have, if you find the time and you have the resources uh, and there's a place that you can think of to promote our show. Uh, we would be forever in your debt. Yes. If you went and promoted it uh, and and linked us to the promotion or whatever, just let let us know so we can give you like a shout out on something or yeah, yeah something. Yeah, exactly. um, and, and thank you uh, for, yeah. for doing it. And uh, no, we, we would love that. That's great. Um, yeah. And uh, of course, like iTunes reviews um, or oh, yeah. Apple Apple Podcast reviews, whatever they call it now. Um, <laughs> yeah. They're not iTunes anymore. Whatever. Uh, 
but uh, but yeah, like reviews on that stuff help. But I but I think more than anything, what helps, what actually helps, mm-hmm. is actually just going out there and being our straight team and just telling people, just telling people, yeah, yeah, about the show. Um, hey, this was nice. this was really good, and you should uh, if you like Spider Man, you should listen to this. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and it would be I mean, it would be awesome to come back from the hiatus with twice the listeners we have now. <laughs> yeah. That would be cool. That would be, be super, super cool. cool. Yeah. That would be double cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't have any other, you know, signing off things to say. I guess, uh, you know, during the hiatus, there's a ton of other, you know, dueling genre shows that you can check out that are really mm-hmm. fun to listen to. If if you've come to this show because of Spider-Man and gotten to like the movies by minute format, like, you know, we won't have a Spider-Man daily show during the hiatus, but there will be other daily shows about other movies that you probably love on the mm-hmm. doing genre network. Like, um, you know, the Cornetto minute is out there. And TV oh yeah. And I guess I, I yeah. guess I should promote that, huh? Yeah. Why yeah. not? So oh. I'm, I'm going from this show directly into, um, another movie by minute show with my, uh, my, my back to the future co-host, Nick Jimenez. Um, yeah. we're, we're doing, uh, the Cornetto trilogy, um, in the movies by minute format, starting with Shaun of the Dead, uh, which I, launches on Monday, I believe. Yeah. Um, Can you imagine listening to Scott talk about Shaun of the Dead a minute at a time? Like, are you kidding me? I'm signed <laughs> up. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a, kind of a different um, vibe. I mean, because just Nick just brings a different vibe. Oh, of course, general. yeah. <laughs> um, just in general. Uh, so so it's gonna have a different vibe. It's kind of a different different. Uh, animal but it's mm-hmm. uh it's gonna be fun and um i'm i'm excited uh to talk about that i mean edgar wright is my favorite director of all time uh mm-hmm. so if you want to hear me gush about a director every, <laughs> every day um that's it's gonna be the place to do it but yeah that'll be uh that's the cornetto minute and that'll be on uh dueling genre and and it's already up on uh podcaster podcatchers um podcast apps that sort of thing. Um, so go, uh, go, go check that out. If, if that's a thing that you might be interested in. And if not, mm. that's totally fine. I understand. Yeah. There's not a, there's not a huge overlap between Spider-Man and Shaun of the dead. I feel like, um, well, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, there's, I, I, I'm saying it's not an eclipse. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like a, it's like a, you know, 60% coverage or something. Sure. Why not? Um, yeah. it's definitely there, but oh, I, yeah. I don't know that it's an eclipse. <laughs> um, so, so check uh, it out. Yeah. Yeah. Check that out. And and I also I want to thank everyone who has been a Patreon subscriber mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. whole time, um, who has become a Patreon subscriber since uh, the show started. Um, that's it's amazing. You have no idea how much that helps all of us. Oh yeah, uh, immensely. Uh, buying new equipment, things like that. Um, I do want to give a special shout out to our Patreon associate producer who gives us. Unabsur- honestly an absurd amount of money every month um, uh, and that's Ed Foster so Ed Foster uh, is a good dude Ed, yeah. Ed they, I, I don't I don't know why or how or I, I don't know but it's amazing that you do what you do and mm-hmm. we're we're gonna bend over backwards of course to uh, make that worth it to you yeah, um, thank you so much Ed there's uh, a there's cool stuff on the way for you Ed um, <laughs> so uh, I'll be in touch soon um, and then finally I think we should thank our guests. Right? Absolutely, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, so I just want to, yeah, just want to yeah. like kind of go through and and thank mm-hmm. all of our guests. And you mm-hmm. know what's funny is as I'm gonna start reading through these, I get to a certain point where I just go, 
that doesn't feel like that long ago. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and yet it was a really long time ago. Um, mm-hmm. so want to thank right off the bat, my, uh, my Cornetto minute co-host and our first guest on, on this show, which was, uh, Nick Jimenez. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Naomi Wong, <sighs> Jay Malone, Crystal Beth. Yeah. Uh, Sam Gash. Yeah. Uh, Michael Nixon, uh, Paul Montgomery, Norman Mitchell, Hal Lublin, Kyle Crane, Travis Bowe. Uh, Mark Ybarra, Nathan Barnes, uh, Parnes from uh, DCEU Minute. Yeah. Uh, George Hendricks and Neil Brown, Andrew Horton, Jonathan Carlisle and Steve Lastow, uh, Tierney and Thomas from Never Ending Minute, uh, Alex Robinson, Brad Mendenhall, Scott Tofty, Lindsay Romain, huh. Dane Gavazdin, Indiana, jo- the guys from Indiana Jones Minute, Ralph, the Ka- Ralph from Cake Boss, Andrew and Joe Dorowski. Oh, my God. Uh, Cassandra Fredrickson, Kevin Miller, Alex Thompson, Brian Green, Preeti Chibber, Melinda Catherine Gross, Neil McGowan and uh, Niall McGowan and John Parker, mm. Adam Sheehan and Rachel Gatlin, Gary Roby, Heidi Bennett, Chris O'Connor, Adam Bumas, yep. uh, Jason Kyle, uh, yeah, Jason, Jason, Matt and Rachel from Savage Land, uh, John Robert Wilson, Phil and Jake Dragish. And uh, John Engel and Chris LaSalle and David Stoker. Thanks so much to everyone who is a guest this season. Uh, I am honestly, I'm like looking back at this and I, I, I don't know how many first season shows have had a guest every week that they had a guest slot. Right. Um, yeah. So I am, I am so grateful to all of these people for, reaching out and wanting to be a part of the show and honestly being great guests. Oh yeah. Um, just so much fun to hang out with, uh, in this, uh, internet sphere. And, um, just there, it was just so nice to see so much enthusiasm for this project right off the bat. Um, and mm-hmm. a lot of that came from, from guests, you know, reaching out to us and reco- you know, it's, it still is crazy and cool to me that, you know, we are making the show and people want to be on it. So, uh, thank you for, making it as as great as it was and uh we're gonna keep trying to make it even better next season it's been a blast absolutely um all right well that's it we're done yeah uh and we will uh we will see you next year with spider-man 2 bye everybody bye Bye.